Welcome to Honest Conversations, a folktales mini-series exploring all things mental well-being as part of the 2021 Mental Health Awareness Week. This year's theme is nature, and at Boat Folk we're firm believers in the power of the water to help soothe the soul. Each day this week we'll be speaking to a member of the Boat Folk community who will share their first-hand experiences of grappling with their own mental health. We hope you enjoy listening. Hello, it's Ben from Hasler, and uh, I have the great privilege of being on today with Tim Long. Hello, Tim. Hiya. Hi, Tim. Thanks for joining us. And yeah, so so Tim, for those that don't know, is a boat folk hero, a local legend, friend, berth holder at Hasler, and he is the youngest person to have sailed single-handedly around the UK, an absolutely remarkable achievement. Tim and I are having a chat today as we mark Mental Health Awareness Week. And it's great to have Tim on. I mean, he's done such a lot for his young age. And we really want to maybe just talk through some of his experiences and the journey he's on, really with the backdrop of mental health awareness in mind. Yeah, I mean, I guess the first question, uh, what an incredible trip you've done, Tim. And what inspired you? Where, where, what was going through your mind when you uh, picked up on the idea to sail around Britain alone? Well, lots of things. It was a really long time ago, Um you know, I decided to sail around Britain when I was 13, when most 13-year-olds are probably not thinking about anything like that. But I was I was just craving an adventure and I was craving to push myself and to find new limits. And that's really why I decided to sail around Britain. That was, And my inspiration was just the fact that there was a world out there and that I... The, the inspiration was that I could push myself. And of course, people like Ellen MacArthur and all of these great sailors, I'd read about them and seen what they had done. And I, and I wanted to give it a shot. I wanted to see what I could do. So that's what inspired me. That's absolutely brilliant, Tim. And I, and I think part of a theme of certainly this chapter we're doing this week is about learning new things, pushing yourself and actually how that can make you feel. And I guess from a point, I mean, 13, it's a, it's a hell of a crossroads ahead. Everyone's asking what you want to do with your life, et cetera, et cetera. And actually <laughs> to put your energies in and focus on something so epic, I mean, that, that, that gave you quite a lift, I guess. Yeah, well, definitely. I mean, especially with learning new things and how that can help with how you feel. With that in mind, it really did help. At the time, I, I wasn't in the best of places. Of course, you have ups and downs in life, and I was on a bit of a downer. And although that didn't directly correlate to why I decided to sail around Britain, I did notice that as I started to push myself and to really put a lot of focus into sailing around Britain and, it, and into that whole journey of learning from the moment that I said to my teacher that I was going to sail around Britain or my parents to actually doing it, that whole process of learning really helped help me to feel better. And it, it brought me out of some really difficult places or brought me through them. That's incredible, isn't it? And there's so much to draw from what you've just said, Tim. Yeah. I think it can apply to, to, to many of us in our yeah. different lives. In fact, we've got a lovely birth holder here. We are all lovely birth holders. And in fact, uh, uh, Tom here, He's saying a few months ago that he, uh, from zero, went to doing an Ironman and he got mm. uh, kind of rolled into this. He did it. And actually, since then, he's kind of de- you know got a new mindset that actually anything is possible. And he said a lot of opportunities have come his way in life since yeah. taking on that Ironman, proving to himself, actually, nothing is off the table. It, it, it sounds like that's probably had a similar effect with, with you there, Tim. 
Yeah, well, well, definitely. It, you're completely right there. And it is the mindset that you get from it, really. I think from learning a new skill, you develop this sort of mindset that you can do it because, you know, you're doing it, you're, you're learning, you're proving. And I think that mindset sort of trickles down into the other areas of your life quite a lot. And so, yeah, definitely, definitely. Absolutely brilliant. No, it's, it's fantastic. Um, so there's a lot of challenges on you as a, you're now 16. Can you talk through the pressures upon, upon you at that age? I mean, um, how are you getting on? Well, at the moment, it's, it's been very weird, really, with the whole COVID pandemic we've had. We've been in and out of school. We've not really seen our friends a lot. All the activities that you probably used to do, and this doesn't just relate to youngsters, this relates to everyone. They all went out the window over a year ago. And so, yeah, it's been, it's been different to an average teenager's life, I think. Unfortunately, that has led to some more mental health cases among young people as well, which is, yeah, sad. Do you think that through the curriculum or other activities, it's a good way we should be getting people out more, getting people on boats is a cracking example of getting outdoors, teamwork, learning new skills. There could be a lot more of that, uh, particularly as we come out of this pandemic. Yeah, well, I think, um, I don't think it directly relates to the curriculum. I think it's it's just in general, been locked up and everyone needs to get out and getting out on the water, get, getting out on boats and going climbing, going walking, just going for a walk by the sea. Anything like that is is what we what we really need at the moment. And that very much taps into learning a new skill because if we can, now we've got the opportunity to go out and start doing things, we can start learning a new skill and we can can just start discovering again. <laughs> it's quite exciting, really. Absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. And talking of discovering more, learning new things, I mean, where, where are you at with the sailing then? At the moment, I'm trying to figure out quite a few things, the next steps. And I think for me, it's it's about how can I further my progression into a career in offshore sailing? And that's my real aim. I want to race around the world and lots of people want to do it, but I actually need to do it. And it's quite difficult to get that far up the ladder. But that, So that's what I'm trying to figure out at the moment. Amazing. But you've obviously taken faith in your achievements to date and you do know that things are possible. I mean, you, you, yeah. you know, for, for many people, they've got mental perhaps barriers. We all do it. We kind of find reasons why not to do mm. stuff. But you've overcome an awful lot of demons, I think, get, getting out there, getting your boat together, your, your campaign and getting getting around the UK, talking through some of these, unblocking those mental barriers. I'm really taken with some quotes, you know, particularly Roger Bannister, who uh, was the first man, obviously, to run the four-minute mile. A, he said that the, the most important organ in the body is the brain because it can restrict you in, in ways perhaps otherwise. But uh, but I, I love the quote where he had a particular competitor leading up to that four-minute mile who basically declared that he did not think it was humanly possible. And Roger Bannister was asked what he thought of that quote, and he said he ignores such negative comments. Such comments sink to his feet and make him run slower. He then went on to get the four-minute mile. And then, interestingly, once he'd done that, obviously everybody then thought, well, mentally it is possible and many more followed after. So it's it's sometimes just unlocking those those mental barriers, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that that really taps into something I've actually seen recently. To be honest, Ben, I was reading an article about this Oxford study that they did, and it was at, they actually found out that your brain only really ever allows you to use sixty percent of what your body can actually do. 
of your strength and your cardiovascular ability, actually we have an extra 40% locked up and it's about learning, mentally teaching yourself how to open up that 40% and maybe get in maybe, maybe a couple more percent from that. And that's, that's what elite athletes do. That's how they progress their performance. And it's a really, so I thought that was a really interesting thing. And it, and that definitely then again taps into learning a new skill, because if you can progress that mindset, you'll tap into a part of your brain that you never knew you had. <laughs> yeah, really, really draw yeah. some inspiration from that. Absolutely yeah. incredible. Incredible. Interesting talking through the mentality of, of our approach to these things. It's uh, the kind of process goal element, which you'll probably be aware of. And um, we're also result driven, but to focus on process is a good thing to do. I, I heard a study recently that they had two groups of kids actually doing uh, jigsaws fairly basically, mm -hmm. but the, the teacher was very deliberately in one group focusing on the results. So if they, they completed a jigsaw, well done, fantastic job, you've completed it, great result, there's the finished picture, and really rewarding them with praise on the result. And then the other group was all about praising their process. I love the way you're all working together. You're just getting those pieces turned over, getting those straight bits in the corners, and just talking through the process. Both groups did well with their jigsaws. But then what was interesting was when the teacher then said, shall we move up to a more challenging jigsaw? The ones that were used to the praise for the results were actually quite fearful of going up a level. They didn't want to not have that praise of achieving the result. But the ones that were getting praised for the process, the way they approached the work, were bring it on. Love it. Yeah, let's go for it. Let's yeah. try a more challenging one. So yeah. it's, um, it's quite interesting just to keep our minds in that process, keep developing, isn't it? I think that's that's really right. That's a really interesting study. Um, I think there's a lot of the time, and I think this is why sometimes people are put off by learning new skills or doing something from like a zero to an Ironman, because, you know, there's so much focus on the success and the end result. But I think a lot of the time we need to sort of focus more on actually the journey there and you might try and go from zero to Ironman and you might not get there. You might only be able to run a marathon by the end of it, but then actually think, oh, well, think of this amazing journey I've had just to running a marathon. Yeah, I think that's a really, really interesting aspect of it all. It's fascinating to talk yeah. through with you on all this. And uh, actually, you can almost kind of take chunks of different generations, if you like, and uh, just such a privilege to be speaking with you on this. And then I kind of uh, would take stock of my own time in life, if you like. Many would would say it's the midlife element, such a lot there. And then I kind of pay it forward 50 years to uh, Morris Owens, who's a birth order at 98, going strong. Mm -hmm. And actually, right on topic, actually, he's always looking for, for new stimulus, things to do. In, in lockdown yeah. last year, he walked over a mile for, to, to raise money for the NHS. Yeah. Until recently, he was single-handed sailing, uh, day sailing, and uh, just an inspiration. He still enjoys dancing and socialising. And uh, you wonder, actually, that the theme of, of our uh, chapter in this Mental Health Awareness Week is learning new things. It's getting that new stimulus, isn't it? And um, mm. keep, yeah. keeping ourselves uh, interested with that. And uh, it's ab absolutely brilliant. So, so yeah, I mean, so, so what would be, as you broke down the, the next steps for you then, if, if you looked at the, the, the way ahead, it's... Um, well, for me, it's progressing my learning curve once again. It's we're always learning. And what I want to do now is I want to get into offshore racing. So what my plan is, is to do something 
more racing style because obviously I sailed around Britain, but that wasn't very fast. So getting into maybe a transatlantic race or something like that. In fact, I did my my first offshore race last weekend, which was around the Isle of Wight and into Pool Bay. And it was very, very cold, but I loved it. And so that's what I'm trying to do now. I'm trying to progress progress the learning curve into offshore racing and hopefully become good enough to do something incredible. Brilliant. Oh, Tim, Tim please tell us tell us more about that race, if, if you'd be so kind. Who was it with? <laughs> what were you on there? Yes, so that race was, it was last weekend, it was the first race of this new sailing series called the UK Double-Handed Offshore Series. And it's basically cherry-picking the best double-handed races on offer, putting them into a series it's brought some really big names back into the sport. Shall I say, you know, Dee Kafari, Shirley Robertson, Henry Bombay, all of these amazing round the world sailors, world champions, Olympic gold medalists. I was selected to compete in that. Um, so it was on a J88, which isn't actually a very offshoresy boat for the, for the racers around. They'll know that you, you normally only race them around the Solent, but we did 130 odd miles in the end round the Isle of Wight in a range of conditions from flat calm to 15 knots downwind in the middle of the night, flying along, which was quite scary because we were under a spinnaker with no lights, <laughs> which was an interesting moment. And yeah, it was a bit cold as well. We had minus one degrees towards the finish in the middle of the night. So it, and it was an amazing experience and that's, I, I loved it. And what I want to do now is progress that and I learned so much on that passage on that race how much more could I learn by sailing across the Atlantic I, th- I find it amazing just the amount I could learn from it and which is why I think everyone should try and learn something try and learn a new skill because it you can hear in my voice how happy I was about learning that learning throughout the trip and how much I enjoyed it so I'd recommend it to anyone. It's amazing to hear that in your voice. And uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm so excited for you. And, and just surrounded by great people. Yeah. I mean, that, that was a, a hell of a list there. And I know Alex yeah. here has been reaching out to you, Alex Thompson. And, um, yeah. you know, he, he's, he's yeah, I mean, just there's so much wisdom around and uh, all there the resources is. you need are, mm. are, are here. So it's just, just uh, you're an inspiration, Tim, because it's, it's all there. <laughs> it's all ahead of you. What a lovely, positive chat with you to, to mark Thank this. You. Uh, Thank you very much. It was lovely speaking to you. Yeah, you too, Tim. And, and I should just, as we begin to wrap up, make sure for those that have dipped in on just this podcast to make sure they check out podcast number one from Boat Folk, where Alex Page interviewed you, uh, going into detail around uh, the UK, which was a brilliant podcast that uh, really, really yeah. brought home exactly what you did, got up to, how you felt. And I would strongly recommend everyone to check that out if they've not done so. And Tim, we, we'd, we'd love to uh, speak again soon. Yeah, so yeah. much is happening for you. It's uh, so exciting. And um, thanks as always for your time. Thank you very much. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Tim.